Hello and welcome to level 6 of 3 Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host Tom Knight and I've got a jam-packed show of recommendations for you today. But before I get into that, let's do a bit of housekeeping. In level 4, I mentioned a Kickstarter for an RPG called The Last Hours. Unfortunately, it looks like it's not going to make its goal. It is in its last hours of its campaign right now, but it's quite away from its goal. So barring a big push at the end, it doesn't look like it's going to make it, which that's really unfortunate. Perhaps they'll go again to try and get the funding that they need for that. But I do have good news. Lord Winklebottom, old chap. We mentioned this back on level two. And it's on Kickstarter again as well. Can you believe it? Even more brilliant news is that it's 85% funded with 26 days to go as of this recording. So that is absolutely spiffing news. It looks like it's going to hit its goal. I've backed it already. I have to be careful just to not end up doing the whole show in that voice. And I'm really excited to see where that goes. So if you haven't, you've got a lot of time just to head over to Kickstarter, Lord Winklebottom. As always, there'll be links in my show notes over at 3extralives.fireside.fm and I would I would highly recommend you do that. Before we get into the, the show as well, I'd just like to ask you, have you left a review for 3 Extra Lives on iTunes? You haven't? Why not? Are you enjoying this show? If you could leave a review for the show, that would be absolutely fantastic. It really, really helps the show and it makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. And you know what, if you do, include a little trivia question in there as well, and I'll do my best to include that in a level. All right, let's get started. Let me tell you about Headliner Novi News by Unbound Creations. Now I've been playing this game over on my Twitch channel at 3 Extra Lives. This is a Choice Matters adventure indie game where you take the role of a news publisher it's your responsibility, what makes the headlines. And this is set in Novistan. This is a place that has a lot of political unrest. There's questions about the healthcare, speculation around certain groups from other territories that have moved in and criminal activity that may or may not be true. Your job as a headliner is to decide what's gonna make the news and how it's gonna impact Novistan and the people within it. So one of the first things you may notice if you do play this game is when you're creating your character, because you have to do that, you have to make a little avatar, you can make a male, a female, or this also offers a non-binary pronoun in this game. So if you are gender neutral, for example, this game is really all about inclusivity as well, that they want people to feel included when playing their games. It's something that Unbound Creations feel very passionate about. And I actually learned that there was a few negative reviews because this was included in the game, but this was posted on Twitter by Unbound Creations and it got a lot of positive feedback. So that that's great to have more inclusivity within our games as well. So within the game, you'll go to work, you'll have news articles on your desk and you can read them and you can approve them for publish or maybe you think, no, this, this shouldn't make the news. I don't want to do that. This changes the direction of the game. It also shapes your morning meetings with your boss. He could be happy or not, depending on what you've decided to publish. And on some days you might get certain requirements of how many articles you need to publish, or you may get a choice between two articles and you have to publish one of them, leaving you with a bit of 
dilemma. And after your hard day at work, maybe not so hard really, just stamping a few documents and then heading out the door, you'll interact with some reoccurring characters, but I found them very likable. There's your brother Justin, there's your co-worker Evie, and there's the local store owner Rudy and his daughter. And through your choices as a news reporter, you'll see how this impacts their opinions on the matters you're talking about. It highlights some themes including social anxiety, xenophobia, and it's all set within this utopia that has many political struggles as well. So if you play this game, you will probably digest a lot of the themes and relate them to things that are happening in our world right now. And it, it's a great way just to bring that understanding of actually what power the media has and how that can shape what happens to people and how they look at the news and how they act because of what they've heard in the news. And it's fascinating just to be in that role of power and knowing that you could put an article out about something that will change how millions of people act. And it's quite scary, really, when you think about it that way. But I really enjoyed taking that role of responsibility, trying to do my very best in my first playthrough because I didn't want to try too badly. I didn't seem to play out as I had hoped, but that's what can happen in a politically unstable environment as well. But you can play this game through multiple times. You can change what happens in the game and also once you do complete this game, you will unlock other stories in one of Novastan's neighboring regions, actually, to flesh out more of the story, what happens to get a, another view on the goings-on within this game. So that was Headliner Novi News by Unbound Creations. That's available on PC right now, on Steam, and also on Mac OS. So definitely check that one out. It's trivia time! And I'm keeping it in the news. I know Three Extra Lives isn't usually about what's at the top of the news, but for trivia's sake, let's do that. Which video game series made the headlines as a possible resource to help the Notre Dame restoration process following its great fire in April 2019? The answer is Assassin's Creed. And that's a really fascinating story in itself that a video game could be used for such purposes. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. Moving on, I want to talk about something that, well, I guess we were talking about games that contain themes of real life aspect. And I'm continuing that theme as well with the next topic I'm talking about, and that is Destiny Sword. And this was brought to my attention by my girlfriend Amanda, actually, as there was a appearance by one of the developers of Two Dog Games over on Canadian TV News Channel. This was really, really fascinating because Destiny Sword, it's going to be a combat strategy MMORPG. It's going to be inspired by early story-driven titles in the genre like Crescent Hawks and Front Mission. And with that, it will weave a rich storyline that, that will take the player to the front line of epic battles between human and machine. This game isn't just going to be about stats and abilities and random number generations. No, it's, it's more than that. This game is also going to be about managing mental health and not just your own mental health, but the mental health of your team, which is a concept I have, haven't heard of in a video game before. And this game is going to feature a furrow injury mechanic characters in Destiny's Sword. They can be wounded, they can be killed. They can also suffer from ongoing mental health issues like PTSD, depression, 
anxiety and addiction. The goal in this game is for the player to gain empathy for their characters and help them, help them recover, help them get through what they are going through. And by doing this, you'll have choices during the game that will have huge impacts on where the story goes. And it won't only shape the future of your own team, but the decisions you make will also affect the game's overall story for everyone else. So it will be like a community aspect to the game as well, where you're making choices and that will have an impact on where the overall story goes with regards to Destiny's Sword. That is really cool, having the, the aspect of everyone coming together and making decisions that has a huge overarching impact. And I just wanted to include this today because having the likes of PTSD, depression, anxiety, addiction, which this game is gonna cover, this presents a great ground for education and awareness as well. And in 2019, I feel like things like this are still not represented enough. We still have people that go through these battles every day. Being able to bring greater understanding and especially for a video game, which I think sometimes is one of the most digestible forms of content that you can sit, you can be immersed in front of a story and it actually hits home a lot more because you are controlling a character. You have a, you have an investment in that almost that you're taking the story somewhere. And I just feel there's an extra level to that when your character or your team is impacted by what's actually happening in the game. When you have that choice of a dilemma, what to do. It's not the same for me as perhaps if I was reading a book where I don't have the control to do that or in a movie as well. But th those are also other great medias that can portray emotion and educate people as well but I feel like video games just has that edge where it can go a, f a further layer down and help people understand exactly what is mental health what is mental health issues what what is the effects of PTSD and and I'm really excited to see how this game evolves and how it cultivates its message so that was Destiny Sword by Two Dog Games haven't got any information right now about release dates or platforms, but once I do, you can be sure you will hear about it. It's trivia time! And speaking of swords, can you name the legendary sword from the Legend of Zelda franchise, which is drawn to its heroes who must earn the right to wield it? The answer is the Master Sword. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And finally, I'm bringing up a game called Forager. Now this game is wonderful. It was originally made for a jam in which it won second place and over 200,000 players tried the prototype and they wanted more. So you might say, what is it? What is a jam? What that is that something I spread on my bread? No. Well, yes, but an indie game jam. This is usually a gathering of indie devs and various people within the, the video game industry. And they rapidly work on prototypes for video game design. And they just inject loads of new ideas and fire these out there in a really short period of time. I think some even last about 24 hours. It's it's pretty intense from what I've heard. This idea came from one of those jams and this game took about three years to make. So a lot of hard work has gone into it and it's from Hopfrog, which is a small indie dev team. And 
Forager, what is Forager? So I would say the, the best example I can give of Forager, Stardew Valley meets Minecraft meets Zelda. That's three amazingly strong titles all in one wrapped into this game. And it's a 2D top-down pixel adventure. And I have to say to you that if you have an itch of world building or slaying monsters or owning your own business or exploring, Forager is going to scratch all the itches. It's got something for everyone and you can play this game exactly how you want to. So I want to talk a bit more about some of the features in this game because there are so many, there are so many things you can do. It's your basic RPG elements, you know, collecting things, gathering resources, you can craft items, you can build a base, you're leveling up, you're learning new skills, okay? You're solving puzzles, finding secrets, and you're venturing into dungeons and killing monsters. Lots of things to do to keep you entertained. We all have that element in an RPG that, that we love doing. Maybe you're, maybe you love farming. Maybe you are that person that wants to plant crops and grow your fruit and veg and grow your materials and then sell them off. Maybe you're that person or maybe you're the person that likes to head out into the world and fish and mine and dig and collect resources and sell them for a huge profit as well or even make discoveries that could get displayed in the local museum. What an achievement that would be. And like I said, you can also be a merchant. Instead of going out into the world, maybe you just play the market. You you buy stock and you sell it for more. Maybe that's your thing because I know there's people out there that love to do that in certain games. I've known people in the likes of World of Warcraft who would just sit by an auction house all day and make their gold. They never have to leave the town. They just stand still making big bucks. Or maybe you're like me and you are you're an adventurer, right? You're you want to head out into the world. You want to make things happen. You want to slay stuff and collect loot and get better equipment and feel like that hero. Yeah. That that's me. That's me. Is that you? And you'll be able to upgrade your equipment. You'll head out into old school dungeons as well. Think Zelda, it's really really inspired heavily by the likes of old school Zelda. And you can also talk to NPCs. Maybe you can win their favor and get them to join you as you venture out into the dangerous world. And there's, like I mentioned earlier, there's puzzles to solve. There's hidden treasure, crafting blueprints, and also just other little stuff out there that you can you can pick up and, and feel good about. And also there's the base building. Maybe you find a plot of land and you just want to build a base and you want to you just want to set up shop there and you build a base with defensive fortifications or maybe you just build yourself a nice little home out by the lake or you do make that farm and you start growing your veggies you, the choice is yours there's so much you can do in this game you'll probably be a little bit overwhelmed of the direction you can take but i know i'm somebody that that likes the adventure side but i probably try and do a little bit of everything and i think just that freedom in this game is encouraged and you definitely have the opportunity to fulfill the role you want to do or just do everything i think that that could be pretty fun as well but this this game has been doing really well since it came out on the 18th of april 2019 it's actually at one stage was being streamed more on twitch than minecraft itself so it's been a really big success so far and i'm so glad that it's it's doing so well after its 
release and the developer is really excited as well i'm sure we're gonna see updates to this game and expand upon it more so that was forager by hopfrog and that's currently available for pc and soon to be nintendo switch and it looks like a really really good game to lose a lot of hours to it's trivia time and with forager being developed by hopfrog let's keep it in the pond can you tell me what year the arcade game Frogger was released? Multiple choice. 1981, 1982, or 1983? The answer is 1981. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. That was a really long time ago. And here we are at the end of another level of three extra lives. How did you do on the trivia today? Let me know over on social media at three extra lives on Twitter and Facebook. I always love to hear how people are doing with the trivia. If you got one, if you got two, if you got three, if you got none, let me know. I love to hear. Share your scores. As always, you can find everything that I have mentioned in this level at 3extralives.fireside.fm Head over there, you'll find links to everything that I've talked about so you don't have to go searching. And with that, we are done. We have finished, we have completed this level. I thank you all very much for listening. Go back Lord Winklebottom if you haven't yet. And I will see you in level seven. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.